back to We Did Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus, and thank you guys for listening. Um, I know I kind of skipped last week. Uh, the week before's topic on you know what to do in the case of ocean investigation I thought was one that was just a little too good to pass up, so I wanted to let it linger and make sure everybody got a chance to to hear that and and, and um you know it's an important one and uh, i've just i just i hope everybody got some value out of that i really appreciate carl coming on the show and uh you know being a part of that and being very candid with his discussion of it as a former ocean employee so i thought that was something that was useful to anyone so i hope everybody got something out of it uh, we're gonna you know go with a new topic this week um this week our topic is what you've heard me talk about before and i've said anytime i have an opportunity to come on here and talk about it i'm gonna do it so we're going to talk a little bit about trench collapses today. Uh, you know, it's been um, an issue over the past few years. Um, as I've said, not really for the listenership of this group. Uh, you know, we've been pretty good and on top of our stuff and not really had anything to worry about, but that doesn't mean there's not lessons to be learned from others. Uh, and so that's kind of what we're going to look at today. You know, I've talked on here about my um, oh my uh, my Google alerts I get every time there's a trench collapse or a trench-related incident. And so this 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 week we're not going to center f- or focus solely on just trench collapses, but other things that can happen in trenches or on our job sites related to trenches that cause hazards along with trenching. <coughs> um, and I kind of want to kick this off too by I got one of my Google Alert emails came with biggest OSHA fines of quarter one for 2021, and here are the list of things they're citing. Falls from elevated levels, falling objects from lifts, tip-overs, ejections from lift platform, collapses, electrocutions, contact with ceilings and and other overhead objects. So they jump right into it with a construction company uh, from Newark, New Jersey being fined over $400,000 for fall protection and lift-related incidents. And then the second one (laughs) for... Nearly three hundred thousand uh, dollars. It's a construction company from Missouri, a plumbing company from Missouri, that is uh, was investigated by OSHA, uh, and they found them in violation of head protection requirements by citations mostly centered around excavation and trenching standards. OSHA inspectors inspectors said that this company allowed its employees to work in unprotected trenches, exposed a worker to unsecured gas and electric lines, did not provide basic safeguards against trench collapses, and let an unprotected employee risk head injuries by exposing them to overhead struck by hazards. Okay, and this one, here's another reason that this one is so severe. The agency also said that this company committed these violations despite committing to a trench safety program after one of its employees was killed in 2016 during an unprotected trench collapse so yeah just a couple years before and now they're out there um, getting after these guys again for this essentially the same thing guys we got to be diligent you know the fact that they had an employee killed in 2016 and then seemingly got so loose with what they were doing again is a problem you know that's one of the things i think that we as an industry need to kind of tighten up on and i don't mean necessarily with trench collapses we 100 percent let me scratch that 100 percent with trenching issues but with anything um, you know we get comfortable we get complacent we get uh, you know to feeling like we're doing okay we're doing good and we start to let small things slip you know so 
don't get complacent. Stay on top of these things. There's no reason for something like that to to come into question or to happen on any of our job sites. Um, all right, then the next email I got was from, let's see, May 5th, 2021. Uh, a property in Merrimack, and this is from Merrimack Valley, uh, Massachusetts, up around Boston. A, a, a property in Merrimack has been sealed off as investigators probe the cause of death, I'm sorry, ca- cause of a trench collapse that killed a construction worker Tuesday. Merrimack police say the worker from Samford, Connecticut, got trapped 10 feet underground and buried in dirt at the site on Shore Acre Drive. Emergency crews tried their best to rescue the man, but it was only an hour and a half into the rescue mission when it tragically turned into a recovery mission. The cause of the collapse is still under investigation this morning, but experts say that there are a number of possibilities, including wet weather, vibrations from nearby construction equipment, and lack of support along trench walls. <clears throat> ten feet, guys, ten feet. And again, you know, there's no finite reason or definite understanding of what happened in this in this article, but just the the few things that got listed there. Uh, you know, wet wet weather, you know, wet soil and rain and all these things change the conditions, change the soil type, change the way the soil is going to react to things. Vibration, nearby construction. Got to be paying attention when you're in these trenches that there's not heavy machinery operating on the sides of your trenches and things like Even if there's other contractors around you doing something completely different, ask them to shut it off while you're in that area. Surely to God, they'll understand that you're trying to keep your people safe. And you get through that area, then they can go right back to work. You know, in a trenching project, you're not staying stationary for all that long. So ask them to shut it down for a few minutes while you safely get done what you need to get done. And the biggest one there is lack of support along the trench walls. Lack of support at 10 feet. That's more than double, or that's exactly double, when you have to have shoring protection according to the standard. So that's a that's just one to look at there. Um, bear with me here as I flip through my, my... I went through and opened all my files uh, to make sure I was getting these right. Uh, all right, here's another one uh, from May 9th. Uh, Mercer Island Fire Department and crews from Kirkland, Redmond, Bellevue, and East Fire and Rescue rescued a worker involved in a complex construction accident in the afternoon of May 7th in a residential property on 60th Avenue southeast and northwest end of Mercer Island. A partially collapsed 9-foot deep dirt trench co- trapped workers trapped a worker's foot for almost four hours. The individual was transported in stable condition to Harborview Medical Center. Uh, And then here's a quote from the fire crew uh, rescuing them. The work site was very narrow and confined, requiring rescue crews to provide very, to proceed very cautiously using a range of specialized equipment to perform the complicated extraction. A crew from city's public work department also instrumental in the successful outcome by providing assistance with a vacuum excavation truck normally used for underground pipe work. Uh, so, and you know, uh, this is a situation I know many of our members and listeners probably find themselves in. Narrow area, working near a house, trying to get utilities installed. Or And, and, and I do not know that this worker that got his foot trapped was trying to install utilities. This, this report does not say. 
I'm just kind of taking that reference from what we as an industry and the point of our discussion today would be doing uh, in, you know, narrow area thinking, you know, I'll just get this done real quick. We don't, you know, we don't need anything. We can get by without our trench box or our shoring protection or you know, whatever it might be. Load of crap, guys. Load of crap. Uh, it's pretty amazing what people what uh, places like United Rentals or Sunbelt or uh, Trench Safety or any of these in these distributors and 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 vendors that are a part of our association or even the ones that are not a part of our association if you need their support they're going to give it to you um, what they can do to to protect something in a narrow area and you know it, it really is pretty amazing the technology that we have nowadays for this exact sort of thing All right, so this one, uh, this next article does not include a trench collapse, but this one was um, pretty harrowing to me as well. Well, well, this one fortunately has a good end, but it, it's scary what could have happened, you know, for someone working in a trench. Uh, National Grid, and this one came from May Tuesday, May 11th. National Grid worker escapes trench before out-of-control driver crashes into construction site. Uh, police say officers quick action helped national grid workers escape danger when a driver suffered a medical emergency and accelerated out of control into a Whitman construction site. Uh, police, police officer may have saved some lives at construction site. The officer was directing traffic when he noticed a man slumped over in a car that was approaching the site where national grid crews were working inside of a trench. That officer alerted the workers who were able to get out of the trench before the car crashed into it. So, <clears throat> again, maybe not a trench collapse, but guys doing utility work in a trench when a car crashes into it. I mean, I, I hope the I hope the gentleman that suffered the medical emergency is okay, and he and was obviously there was no intent to injure one there, but anyone there. But it, you know, it's you never know what can happen out there. You never know what the public's doing, if they're being safe, if they're having a medical emergency, if, you know, what's going through their head, uh, or if they're just simply not paying attention. And kudos to this officer. You know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate uh, myself, my guys get to work with a lot of traffic officers uh, for our work in, in, you know, the major Nashville metro area. And I've had some of these guys help my guys on job sites in in situations and so kudos to that officer for alerting those na those national grid guys to you know get out of that trench before that that car struck that is that is awesome but again a, a hazard that you a lot of times won't think about in association with trenches and then this last one here um yep all right here it is uh, this one came on, again, May 12th. A mishap on a job claimed the life of a man working in a pit on Wednesday, according to the borough police. The victim was identified as a 38-year-old man, an employee of uh, Western Burke's Water Authority. Emergency crews were initially dispatched around 8.30 a.m. to Cambridge Avenue near Meadow Lane for a trench rescue. Uh, authorities were told that the employee were, was doing routine work in a constructed pit with at least one other worker when it is believed 
that a valve or pipe failed, causing water to shoot out at high pressure. Fellow workers and bystanders rushed to help him, but he died at the scene. The coroner has yet to determine how he died. The officials say the pit was about seven to eight feet deep and very narrow. Uh, the Water Authority released an emergency statement on its website about the incident, notifying its customers uh, that the water service has been disrupted. It is advising residents to conserve and boil water. Oh, okay, that part we don't need. Uh, but, again, you know, trenches are dangerous. This guy had a pipe or a valve. Uh, again, I, I don't have access to the final uh you know, info of the investigation, but Piper Avow failed while he's in a narrow, fairly deep uh, trench. And that that valve fails, floods that trench. He's trapped by the high-pressure water. He can't get out. So, you know, we talk a lot about trench collapses on here, and, and as, as I've said before, I'll do it every time I get an opportunity, but to have... These two, these final two articles, you know, kind of help us pay attention to things uh, other than just trench collapses. Because, as I said earlier, you can't get complacent. We can't get too narrow focused uh, on these, you know, and we've got to be ready to to watch out for all things. That's why pre-job briefs and job site analysis and all these things that that people think are silly, they, they help you pay attention to these things. So if you know you're getting in a narrow pit, uh, with to perform maintenance on a water valve or a water line or whatever, you know, that's, that's things that should come up uh, in your discussion. You should have a plan for to get out of there or to someone to get you out of there or whatever it might be. Uh, same thing with the with the traffic. That that was perfect. That was the way it was supposed to. That's the way it's supposed to happen. When you have people out there directing traffic, that's part of their job. Is they're their, they're your first line of defense against the public. You know, as, that's as simple as it is. They're your first line of defense. When you're out there working and you're installing pipe, you're digging ditches, you're doing your thing, they have to be the ones watching your back and watching uh, watching the the, the public and, and what's going on. So, uh, and I said, I said final two uh, articles, but I have one more here uh, that came in uh, May 17th. Uh, Two men have been taken to a hospital following an apparent trench collapse at a job site in the Don Valley Village neighborhood Monday afternoon. Emergency crews were called to uh, residents under construction on Gordon Road off Don Mills Road around 3.30 p.m. Toronto paramedics tell City News that a man had become trapped inside a trench and had to be extracted. He was transported to the local hospital with minor injuries. A second man who had fallen into the trench suffered more serious Ill injuries and was taken to the trauma center. So, same thing just north of the border there uh, for us here uh, in, in, up in Toronto. And this one illustrates another great point with the second man. You know, I, they don't say whether that second man was just standing there, whether he was trying to rescue the other guy, or whatever it might be. But that's what happens when you're too close to the side of the trench. If it gives way, you're going to. You know, this one doesn't give me any 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 info on how deep the trench was, um, or how the first man got out, uh, primarily unscathed. Uh, when the second guy 
got hurt. Clearly, that thing fell. He fell pretty good ways. He hit hard at the bottom of that trench is what happened. Uh, so, guys, as we move forward from these these stories and we continue to keep our eyes on these things and, and be cognizant and pay attention to what's going on around us on the job site at all times, uh, whether you're in the trench, not in the trench, whether you're trenching, whether you're doing maintenance, whether you're you know, any part of what goes on in our industry, we have to keep our minds open our heads on a swivel, our eyes moving, and rely on one another to pay attention to what's happening around us. Um, so as we get, as we move forward and we get ready for trench safety stand down uh, here next month, let's let's keep these things in mind. Let's keep these little articles and these little reminders and these little things um, in mind. It, you know, it, it's just a good reminder. That's why I like to come on here and talk about these things. It's just a good reminder of what could happen if we let our guard down. You know, we got to always have that guard up, always be ready to uh, take the appropriate steps. I mean, you guys have heard me say time and time and time again, You, there are resources out there available, whether it be Sunbelt, United, uh, Trench Safety, or uh, who, whoever's in your local area, whether, whether you know, they, that's their, their job is to help you with these things. There's traffic control companies that, that employ off-duty officers for just such things as what was what we just talked about that national grid incident um, you know so make a plan stick to the plan work the plan and things are going to turn out okay we just have to be diligent and cognizant of these things before we get started so so again as we move towards trench safety let's trench safety week let's well trench safety month and trench safety week you know as nuka we're doing trench safety month for the entire month, but we are taking Trent Safety Week and really hammering down on it. So, what? Let's you know move moving forward as we head towards Trent Safety Week and Trent Safety Month. Keep these things in mind. You know, be thinking about that. Be running these things through your mind. Be putting these things in the forefront of your people's minds. Uh, be making sure your guys are getting briefs and getting toolbox talks and just talking about it. Just talking about it. Just keeping the info out there. Just keeping people's minds on it. And, 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 you know, hopefully during this trend safety, we're going to do some, we're going to hear some stories, uh, from some folks that have, uh, you know, been in these situations and maybe even focus on some things that people don't really think about when it comes to trench safety. Maybe some of the things that get overlooked when it comes to trench boxes and how they're supposed to be used and just do a better job of educating ourselves, our workforce, our, our, um, our members are and and even the general public i mean this is all is information that everybody should know because this is a constant threat to our employees and our our industry every single day this is what we do we're getting in and out of trenches for a living so let's just keep our mind on these things and and moving forward we're going to get ready for trench safety stand down make a big push of it this year i know COVID hit last year right as we were kind of right before trench safety stand down so this year as COVID is seemingly winding down and some of the restrictions are being lifted and so on and so forth guys let's be let's get ready to get involved and be a part of trench safety stand down and do something cool and you know we'll we'll keep you updated on our plans for both east and middle tennessee chapters on what's going to be going on i know united rentals is working on some good stuff for us uh, me and steve and whitehouse have been going back and forth and and they've got some good online stuff they've got set up and we're also working uh, maybe for some other pretty cool stuff and i look forward to hearing from wendy and the east tennessee chapter on what they're working on up there so 
be on the lookout for this stuff. Let's get involved with Trent Safety Stand Down. You know, pre-COVID for two years in a row, we had doubled the numbers every year of employees uh, that that got the Trent Safety message. Well, we need to come out hitting strong this year and get back to that doubling those numbers. So get everybody prepared. Let's be looking forward to it. And we'll get ready to get some good info out of this stuff. All right, now we'll jump into a few uh, upcoming chapter events here. Uh, don't forget in East Tennessee, they still they got the safety committee and the workforce development committee going, and they're still looking for volunteers to be a part of that and, and drive those those things in the East Tennessee chapter. And it's going to be awesome. And safety committee is going to be a good one to be a part of going into Trans Safety Stand Down, based on some of the stuff we've talked about here lately on this show. Just saying. Uh, so, you know, get in touch with Wendy, get involved with that. Uh, we've got defensive driving classes coming up. Um, you know, everybody needs those from time to time. Unfortunately, we've all, uh, had those drivers. Uh, but if you guys want to get in, in, in those, uh, it's 30, 30 bucks a student. So it's not, it's not very expensive. Uh, email Natalie at mid at nuga.com with a number of students you have who will attend and we'll circle back and get a, a training date set up for you. Uh, then, um, let's see, don't forget Washington Summit's coming up later this month. Uh, go on, uh, you know, again, contact Natalie if you want to get signed up. There's also a registration link on the Nuka National website. Uh, Nuka National has a uh, informational session set up where everybody will get, you know, a little bit, uh, Get a little bit of info on what Nuka Nationals, uh, you know, pushing for and working on on behalf of everyone on the Hill in D.C. And then we'll be setting up uh, things with uh, or meetings with the individual legislators from our our areas that that these two our two chapters cover. So be on the lookout for those uh, here in Nashville. We've got us a, a networking event coming up. Uh, we're going to um, uh, the game terminal. I was about to call it the arcade, but it is a big arcade. It's called the Game Terminal. Just opened up. Supposed to be really super cool. So looking forward to that. Uh, June 10th. Uh, so getting there's a when you see your weekly emails, there'll be a link on there. You can click that and get on there, get registered to buy tickets, and it's gonna be gonna be fun. Um, then we have our. We're working on setting up some Top Golf in in July, as well as the Commissioner Luncheon. Uh, you guys heard me mention it a couple times. It's going to be July twenty eighth, eleven thirty to one at the Hermitage Golf Course. It's going to be three separate commissioners uh, from the state of Tennessee there to talk about what's going on with their res- respective uh, their respective agencies, T dot, T deck, and uh, and more. So it's going to be really really fun, really really good. Uh, then go ahead and mark your calendars for the annual clay shoot Thursday, November 4th and the holiday extravaganza Saturday, December 18th. Uh, get ready for those. Those are going to be a lot of fun uh, and we're going to have some, some, some more good stuff coming up. Uh, there's still a, fo- a couple more events that I was uh, hes- hesitant to, a- to put out here because we're still tying, down, tying some stuff uh, down to get those going, but I'm very, very happy uh, to see all the events Natalie's pushing out. It's going to be a mix of... Uh, networking and educational stuff coming out it's going to be very very good uh here in middle tennessee and i'm really excited to see wendy's updated schedule that she's getting me uh for what's going on in east tennessee uh, because i think she's working on some very awesome stuff as well Uh, so y'all stay tuned 
be checking out those weekly emails from Natalie, from Wendy. Uh, make sure if you got any questions to reach out to those guys, um, Wendy at Nuka.com and MidTN at Nuka.com. And we'll, uh, you know, keep spreading the word and, and, and working towards better in our industry. So uh, with that, guys, I'll wrap this one up. Uh, so y'all stay safe out there. And keep digging Tennessee.